We're learning the third Sikhe and Chelek Tezayin on page 475. This year is being learned, Lilanishmas Rab Yosef Ben Yamin Ben Rab Menashe Koltman. Nachtem vi detailed be Pratius Vignakomasa Mishkan. After the Tayre concludes all the details of the Mishkan and how the Mishkan was put up, on the Nach Mishkan. And also about the fact that the Shchina came down to dwell in the Mishkan. As the Pasik says, Vayachasa Onan Esayel Mayit, Ukvayd Hashem Maliasa Mishkan. The cloud, the holy cloud, came and covered the Almayid, and the glory of Hashem filled the Mishkan. When as the Ashra is given as they feel, and the Abish dwelled in the Mishkan, it's to such an extent as Vlayachal Mesha Love Elayal Mayid, that Mesha Rabbeinu could not enter into the Almayid. Because of the glory of Hashem that was there, that did not allow him to enter. So following this, the Torah says, When the cloud would lift up from the Mishkan, The Eden would travel in their journeys. They would know that it's a sign that they're moving from this location. But as long as the holy cloud that was there did not ascend, then they did not travel from there until the time when it uh, lift when it ascended from the Mishkan. That's the conclusion of the parsha here and the chumish of uh, of Shumais uh, in the end of this week's parsha. So the question here on these two psukim when the Torah brings this inyan of the cloud and the traveling is as follows. These two psukim that speaks about what happened, what, how did Yidin have the sign to know that they have to travel from this location, so it should be brought, and the Torah should say this over there, where it actually discusses how the Yidin traveled, and what, how they knew to travel. And in fact, the Torah repeats this point there again, and it goes into a much greater length with more details about the Yidin traveling there, in Parshas Baloischa, where it's the subject that it's discussing the journeys of Yidin in the Midbar. What's the connection of explaining the Yidin's Seder in traveling? When, only when the cloud lifts up, then they know to travel. When it does not lift, they know to stay put. With the content of the parsha here, where we're not discussing the travelings of the Yidin. Here the point that we're speaking about is, that finally after the Yidin erected the Mishkan, there was Zeichah that the Shechina came down and dwelled in the Mishkan. That's the theme we're speaking about. But we're not talking about the, the journeys of the Yidin in the Midbar. The Sephurna is Mevaya. So the Sephurna explains the connection of these Psukim here. As does Gufa, that this itself was that only when the cloud lifts up they know to travel is a Bavais, a Mishkan. This is coming to show you not to point out how the Yidin had a sign to travel, but actually to point out the extent of the permanence of the Shechina that dwelled in the Mishkan. It's, it's permanent, the Shechina is here in the Mishkan to the extent that the Shechina never was removed from there unless it was time for Yidin to move forward. Otherwise the Shechina was there constantly and permanently in the Mishkan. So the Sforna is basically saying, we're not bringing up these, this Indian of the Yidin having a sign to travel for the Torah to describe the Masois, the journeys of the Yidin. It's being brought here to continue pointing out the extent and the intensity and the permanence of the Shechina being present in the Mishkan. However, this explanation is not smoother in the Pasek. While from Lashna Pasek is Kentic, from the language in the Pasek, it's noticeable as they come to Tzedon them Seder Amasois, that the Pasek is coming to describe the order of how Yidin traveled. And the Medrash actually says it clearly here. This is the story of the journeys of the Yidin. Is it moving Kanal? If so, the question comes back. Vosfara Shaiches, Hot, Sipur Amasois, 
what connection is there about the story about the Yidin traveling in the Midbar? Where the Titus separately describes this at length in Parshas Ba'aloischa, with the story here in this week's Parsha in Pekude, where it talks about how the Mishkan was erected and how the Shechina came to dwell in it. The Kashi is noch starker, this question becomes even stronger. According to the Medrash, Chazal tell us, the beginning of the next Chumash, the next Parsha, Vayikra, Vayikra al Moshe, is a Hemshech to them, it's following the theme of what it speaks about over here in the Pasik, before over here, all this on on, what does it say here? The Pasik tells us that Moshe Rabbeinu was not able to enter into the oil mayat. Biz, and, and continuing on that theme, the Pasik in the beginning of the next Chumash says, Vayikra Moshe. The Tabish calls out to Moshe. Was di kriyat oivgeton as a zolkenin arangin in oilmayit. And now, the Ebishtuk summoned him and calls him and empowers him to be able to enter into the oilmayit. So, kumtais, so what does it come out from the, what Medrash says here? As in the Mhemshech haksuvim v'lo yochom moishe gaimer. Vayikrel moishe, there is a continuation of the story in the Psukim here. The Pasik says about the Shechina dwelling in the Mishkan, and moishe can't enter. And then it continues that vayikra, Hashem calls out to moishe. But is the Torah mafsik mitazaitik in Indian? The Torah is interrupting with a side subject. Sipur amasoyis, the story about how Yidden traveled, was hot lochere kain shaychisnit to minyan amishkan, which has absolutely no no connection to the theme of what we're speaking about: the shchin and the mishkan and Moshe Rabbeinu entering into the mishkan. So this makes the question even stronger: Why does the Torah do this? Why does it interrupt with a different subject which has no connection to what we're speaking about? Alle inyanim from Torahs and bediuk. Everything in Torah is precise. As we bout, the Medr Zok, that's Vayikra Maisha. So since the Medr tells us that Vayikra, that Anayip from Seifa Vayikra, is a Hemshech to their Seif from Unze Parsha, it's continuing from what it says at the end of this week's Parsha, Velo Yachom Maisha Gaimer, that Maisha couldn't enter. It's Fashtandik, as the Shaykhis is Oich in them Teichin from the Beide Parshias. There is a connection over here in the content of both of these Parshias from Velache, the Psukim Zenonatel of which these two psukim are part of. In other words, the connection is not only in these two psukim, but it's a connection of the, uh, of the theme of these two parashis. So what this means is as follows. Sefer Vayikra. Vosinyane is Sefer Karbanis. The next Sefer, the next Chumash of Vayikra, it, it speaks about all the Karbanis. Kumt Behemshech. So this is continuing the theme. Nit Nartsim Sipur from Binyan Vakomas Amishkan. Their Mokim Vumibrenk the Karbanis. It's not only continuing the story of the fact that they built the Mishkan, and therefore this is the place where the Karbanis are brought. Nor Eich zu die Pratim in dem Eifim von der Ashras Ashchene in Mishkan. But also the Karbanis is continuing specifically and precisely this detail of exactly the extent and how the Shechina came to dwell in the Mishkan. Which the Torah tells us here in this parsha, specifically at the end of the parsha, where the Torah describes not only the fact that finally they had a mishkan and a place, a home for Hashem, a place where the Shechina dwelled in it, but exactly the extent and the oifin of how the Shechina dwells in the mishkan, the Karbanis have a connection specifically to that. So now, if so, via Shleima, we can say, as das is der tam. This is also the explanation and the reason after the Pasek says that Moshe couldn't enter because of the intensity of the presence of the Shechina there is the Pasek Mafsik, the Pasek interrupts and the Tzel, wegen the Masois from the Yidin it, it, it talk, talks about the journeys of the Yidin here which is connected to the fact that the cloud lifts up Siluk HaShechina from Mishkan which indicates that the Shechina is removing, the presence of the Shechina is removing from the Mishkan, which is seemingly an opposite point, that now the Shechina is away. While, because Toichene Inyim for Karbanes, the concept of the Karbanes that are being brought in the Mishkan is verbunden, is connected, even more than the connection that it has to the Shechina that was present in the Mishkan, what specifically it also has a connection 
to this that because you didn't have to travel, so the Yidin, it's required for the Yidin to have a time period where the Shechina is removed from the, from the Mishkan, from amongst them, and then the Yidin are traveling. So the Karbanis is, just like we said before, that the Karbanis is connected not only to the general fact that they have now the Mishkan and the place where the Shechina is, but it's also connected to the specific Eifin, the extent and the intensity of the Shechina being present in the Mishkan. So also this detail about the fact that from time to time when Yidin have to travel, the Shechina is removed from the Mishkan, is also related to the theme of the Karbanis. And that's why the Torah puts in this, these Psukim here in the flow of the story of the Shechina being in the Mishkan. <coughs> As we'll see the explanation of the connection here in the in Sivches of the Sikha. So the Rebbe will give a lengthy explanation and a lengthy introduction and we'll get there, we'll see what the connection is. We'll understand this by first explaining the Shaykhus from Siyam Sefer Shmois to Zayin Aschola. The connection of the end of Sefer Shmois to the beginning of the Sefer. The rule is that the beginning and the end are always connected to one another. So the connection <coughs> sorry, between the beginning and the end of the Sefer is also The names of the first and last parasha of the Sefer shows on the subject of counting. Shmois, the first, the first parasha, which is Shmois, Rashi is Mefarish. Rashi explains that these are the names of the Yidin that had the Shvatim that came down to Mitzrayim, and the Torah counts them again. And Rashi says, Even though they were already counted once earlier in Parshas Vayigash, the Torah counts them again. To notify to us the love of Hashem to Yidin, that Yidin are compared to stars. So that's Shmois. So Shmois is connected to counting the names of the Shvatim again. Pekudei, the minion from Mishkalei Nidvei Samishkan Chulu. This is taking count of all the donations of the materials and the gold and the silver and so on for the Mishkan. Kol Kelov Lachol and also the count of all the different vessels and all the different things that were brought in the Mishkan for the Aved in the Mishkan. Also counting. Now the Teichen from Sefer Shmois. Now in general, what's the Teichen of the entire Sefer of Shmois? This is the Sefer that it speaks about and is the, the name of the entire Sefer that Rabbi brings in the, from the Ramban <coughs> in the Ara 13. It's called Sefer Agola. This is the Sefer of the redemption of Yidin from Mitzrayim. So, so if so, it should be as the Rinyan from Gola that this subject of redemption, the subject of this Sefer, is verbunden mit den Inyan von Minyan. It has to be connected to what we see here in the opening, in the first parsha of this Sefer, and the last, which is speaking about counting. Connecting the beginning and the end of this Sefer of Shmois. Isn't it move on? But the question here is, The concept of, of counting and the concept of redemption seem to be opposites. The mitzel zachen, when one counts anything, is das gufa bavais as the zachen zanemugbal. You're counting it, you're giving it a specific number. It has a beginning and an end. In dem schum, from the minion, the number, the, the total sum of it. On their minion is das madgish. Even before counting it, it's the fact that it is, it has a certain number that it's limited to, but when you actually go ahead and counting it and you're giving it that number, you're emphasizing the limitation of it. On the other hand, redemption and real redemption. Going out of Mitzrayim, going out of exile or any limitations whatsoever. That's the real concept of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Not just the fact that they physically left the land Mitzrayim, but you leave any limitations whatsoever. As the Rebbe brings in Ara 16 from Torah Eir, to leave all limitations of all the elements of all of Seder Ishtal so how do we have these two opposites together? The theme of Sefer Giyula, of Sefer Shemais, is connected to counting. These two opposite points that we see coming together here. You find this in the beginning of the Sefer itself. In the beginning, the first parsha, the name of the Sedre, the name of the first Sedre of the Chomish, 
which is a hint that this is the content of the entire Seder is Shmais. Was Batsitzich, Nord zum Mugbuldigen Minyan von die Bnei Israel, Abbaum Mitzrayma. Referring to the limited amount and limited number of the Shvatim that came down to Mitzrayim. But immediately afterwards, the Tzel to Pasik, the Pasik tells us, that the Eden multiplied, and were so many, like it's impossible to count. This double term of indicates that this is such a ribu, so much, Eden multiplied to an extent that it's totally out of any norms, any standards whatsoever. So since this, that Yidin, go out of any limitations whatsoever in their multiplying, is all a posik and part of the Pasha, that the name of the Pasha is Shmois, so then that, what that means is, even this detail of the unlimited growth of Klal Yisrael is a tale from Teichemin it's part of the Parsha, where the content of the Parsha, as indicated by its name, is to count with a certain limitation. So where's, where's the connection here of these two opposites, unlimited and limited? Similarly, you find these two opposites in the end of the Sefer here in this week's Parsha of Pekudeh. Pekudeh means to count and to size up with a limitation. As it is with the Kliya Mishkan, that all have a certain number and a certain size, a certain limitation. But what's the end of the Pasha, as we had before? It says there, that Moshe can't enter because of the Shechina that's there. There's an unlimited presence of Hashem and a limited human being. Even a person like Moshe Rabbeinu is not able to enter. The Ashra in Mishkan is given The most chosen and the most special human being that ever existed, even he can't enter into the Mishkan because of the intensity of the infinite presence of the Shechina there. So here again, this, the name of the parasha is Pekudeh. But part of this parasha, and in the conclusion of the parasha, it speaks about the unlimited presence of Hashem in the Mishkan. So we have many different questions here to explain both the connection of the end of Pekudeh to the beginning of Ayikra, with this theme of the journeys of the Eden that comes in here that seems to be out of place, the connection of the beginning of Sefer Shemais to the end of Sefer Shemais, the connection of the two opposites in Parshas Shemais itself, and the connection of the two opposites in Parshas Pekudeh itself. The Klal is the Gaz Barin, then, so generally speaking, the explanation here is as follows. Hagam as the Tachlis is, so although the purpose is, as Mezol Tzukum and Subligvul, that we should elevate and we should bring the world to a place that it goes, it gets redeemed of its limitations, and it comes to a place which is unlimited, Giyula, that's the real concept of redemption. Vasis Hecher from the Medida Akbala from Welt, above the limitations of this world. Isaber Nit Kavone, but the purpose though is not the point is not to totally annul the existence of the limited world and to just elevate into a different reality that's bleakful and ignore the existence of the limited world that we're in. Nor, rather, what's the purpose of creation? We have to join together these two opposites, that the unlimited revelation of Hashem should be fused and joined into the existence of this physical limited world. That's the ultimate redemption. The ultimate redemption is to introduce the unlimited revelation of redemption into the physical limited world. This is also expressed regarding the Yidin that are counted. So the language the Pasuk uses is, And it'll be the number of the Yidin like the sand by the sea, which cannot be counted. So the Pasuk begins with the word Mispar. It doesn't say, It says, Which means, That the Yidin that exist here in this physical world with the limited numbers will It'll be revealed in them an unlimited revelation which is above any level of counting. So we see this regarding the existence of Yidin in the world. And as so Mishkan, so similar is true regarding the Mishkan as well. The Ashra, this 
dwelling of the Shekhinah here, that's a revelation of godliness, that's above any limitation, is given in the Klia Mishkan. It's coming down into this Mishkan, which is limited, the Kalim, which are limited, versus Beminyan and Bemdida Kanal. And the Pasek here counts them and gives a specific number of what everything is. So that's the general explanation of the connection of the two opposites that we see both in this week's parasha of Pekudeh, the specific size and number and amount of everything that exists in the Mishkan, and at the same time the unlimited presence of the Shechina that comes down into the Mishkan, and similar in Shmois, where it speaks about the fact that there's a limited number of Yidin that came down to Mitzrayim, the Shvatim, and at the same time it says that the Yidin became and grew unlimited because the point is to bring the unlimited power and existence of who Yidin are into the limited being of, of, of their existence in this world. And in the Mishkan as well, to bring the, the Shechina that is so powerful that Yachod, Moshe Rabbeinu can't enter into where? Into the Mishkan and the Kliya Mishkan that are limited. What's the reason for this? Varom, since Vibaut, as the Kavon al Yaina is. Nisava, Kodesh Baruchul, Lias, the desire of Hashem in creation was that there should be a dwelling for Himself here below in this physical world. So therefore to fulfill the purpose of creation, so there are two things that are required. Aleph, the first thing is, When the Medrash uses the expression loy, that this is a dwelling for him, for the Ebeshter, it's referring to the very essence of Hashem Himself. So Not any level of revelation, but the very essence of Hashem Himself. This is bringing Hashem Himself totally removed of any of the limitations of any of the levels of the worlds that is going to come and be present in this world. That's the purpose of creation. But at the same time, where is the dwelling of the essence of Hashem Himself going to be? In the lowest elements of existence in the world. In the language of Daltareb and Tanya, in the physical aspect of the world, and in, the, in this itself, in the very lowest aspect of the existence of the world, in a place which is measured and limited in this world. That's the purpose of the creation, to join these two opposites, to bring the very essence of Hashem to be in these, in, to have a, a dira, to, to dwell here below in this physical world. So, these two points, Aleph, the fact that this is a place where the very essence of Hashem can dwell. And Beis, as the Dire, Lo Yizbarach, is Betachtainim. And that the location, the place where the Shechina comes to dwell, is Betachtainim, in the lowest place in this world. Dereken Zechais, Bechlalos, Enem Chiluk, Tzvishin Nisham Yisrael, Umwelt. So generally speaking, the fulfillment of these two points, which bring together the Kavana of Hashem in creation, is, is fulfilled in the Yidin and in the world in general. What's the reason for this? Where, where do the, uh, these two, uh, the, the Yidin and the world play a role over here in the fulfillment of these two points of the Dira for the essence of Hashem and that the Dira should be betachtainim in the lowest elements of existence in the world? The real place, the ultimate and real place where Hashem is revealed and dwelling there is Hashem dwells and lives within and is revealed within the Nishamas of Yidin. It's the Yidin that become that place that Hashem could live in them. This is an expression that uh, is taken here from Hemshech Samachvar from the Rebbe Rashab. So Dafken Yidin, the actual fulfillment of a dira, a home for Hashem, where the essence, the very essence of Hashem can be there and reveal there that this is His place, where is this? Only in Yidin. Why? It's the Yidin that are one with Hashem. So it's only the Yidin which are one with Hashem that are a true dwelling for the very essence of Hashem. Yidin, what, are, what is a Yid? What is the Nisham of a Yid? The existence, the entity of the Nisham of a Yid is a, is a piece of godliness, is a chelik mamish, and therefore it's one with Hashem. So in the Nishamas of Yidin, that's the place where the Shechina could be revealed and fully unified and really dwell there. So this is the real dwelling of the essence of Hashem. However, this, this degree of dwelling 
and really being there, and this is his place, this is the, the place for Atmos. So regarding the Dira in the world, when Sovelt in the world itself, that this this Debishta is not unified here in the world in this way. Is below is das over here the dira? What is the dira for the Ebrister below in this world? Which the Medrash says the dira betachtainim is below is das was as verter heret and velt as ir ganze mitzias is nor mitzadatzmos. So the dira of the Hashem in this world consists of the fact that the world will sense that it has no existence of its own whatsoever. It, its entire existence is just atzmos, the essence of Hashem, comes from, that is, comes from the essence of Hashem, on mi bal adoy en And therefore, when the essence of Hashem is revealed, so then anything other than Hashem Himself is non-existent whatsoever. Einoid movadai. The ultimate einoid movadai is not when any level of revelation is revealed, because any level of revelation, to one degree or another, allows room for some other entity to exist. When the very essence of Hashem is revealed, and there is the ultimate Einoid Mulvadai, so nothing other than He exists. So therefore the dwelling, the Dirib Tachtainim, expresses the fact that the world does not exist. It's all the essence of Hashem. So this is very different. This is sort of actually the opposite of the Dira that occurs within the Shamas Yisrael. The Dira in the Shamas Yisrael is that Hashem dwells in them because the Yid is one with Hashem. He is one with Atmos. Not what he's not, what he is. Mashenken, on the other hand, though, the dira in the world consists of the fact that the world is not a Metzius, that it's all about Hashem. You can't say about the world that the world and Hashem is kulachad, is one. No, the, the revelation of the very essence of Hashem reveals the truth that the Welt is completely bottled Metzius. It negates the existence of the world. So therefore the dira for the very essence of Hashem that he should be revealed and dwell and be unified in the place that he is, is dafkin the mitzis of a yid. But nor the dira vert oiv geton bitachtainim dafke, the dwelling that Hashem dwells within a yid, where in yidin does Hashem dwell? Where is the essence of Hashem revealed in a yid? Dafke the yidin that are here and serving Hashem bitachtainim in this lower world. In the Ravid of Yidin in Elam Hazar, Tachten, when Yidin serve Hashem over here in this world below, Tzamachin, from the Dvarim Gashmi, Makedil Elokos, when Yidin take the physical objects of the world and transform it into a vessel for godliness. So, Dafke here is where the Shechine is able to dwell within a Yid. It's here when Yidin are able to do this kind of Aveda, to take something which is physical and seems to be totally not associated with any holiness whatsoever. And to transform that and to create this tremendous Chiddush, to bring godliness into, even into a Gashmias, even into the physical. So this, how can Yidin do this? How can Yidin make such a kind of transformation? It's only because of their power that they have that the essence of Hashem is within them. So it's this Aveda of the Yidin, that's Bittachtainim, that reveals this dwelling and this essence of Hashem that dwells in them. So this reveals the Shadish of the Neshama of Ayid, which is one with the very essence of Hashem. So that's the Dira B'Tachtainim. The Dira Loyiz Barach is ultimately within Ayid. How do you achieve this Dira Loyiz Barach within Ayid? B'Tachtainim. By making a Dira B'Tachtainim, by taking the physical of the world and elevating it and transforming it into holiness. That's how the Eibishter is revealed, the Shadish of who Yidin are that are doing this is revealed. To put it in different words, when is this revealed? And when is this accomplished that you can clearly see that the Yidin, who are Yidin, what is their true entity, that they are a Dira for Hashem, meaning that the essence of a Yid is one with the essence of Hashem, that a Yid is totally one with the very essence of Hashem. On and that there's no limitation to this relationship, and there's nothing that can ever come in between, there's nothing can, that, that can stop this relationship, is as dafke when oich in the midide, is nit ken That's only when Yidin come down here below in this world. And you would think that once a neshama comes into this world, he's in a foreign environment and he has all kinds of challenges, and here his connection to Hashem may be weakened or maybe even be severed. And nevertheless, even here, he is able to continue his commitment and his connection to Hashem, and nothing will stop. Nothing comes in between a Yid and Hashem. 
So this, this powerful essence of a Yid that's always connected and there's no limitations to this connected is not revealed when the Neshama is above and it naturally is inclined and it's doing what Hashem wants because it's in a holy place. It's so to speak near Hashem and it, therefore it feels the presence of Hashem. Dafke when the Neshama comes here below. And over here, there are all kinds of Akbalis and Miniyas. And nevertheless, the Neshama ignores all of that and it continues to be connected. And Arad Rabbah, actually going even further, the Tachtainim Alein, Veren Durich the Yidin, Amokim Mukhshir, Faradir Barach. Yidin can take the physical world and even prepare it and elevate it that it should become a place that you can bring the dwelling of Hashem into the world to recognize the Einoid Mulvadi. So not only are the Eden ignoring and pushing aside the Metzius of the world, not to allow it to come and disturb their, their unlimited connection to Hashem, but actually to elevate the world itself. That's an even deeper power, a more unlimited power that Eden reveal regarding what they are, what, how deep their connection is to Hashem. So it's dafke, through this that it reveals the very deepest connection of the essence of Hashem with the essence of a Yid. And that's the real Dira. The real Dira is not in the expression of the Enoid Mulvadeh in the world, but the real Dira is in the dwelling of Hashem within a Yid, that the Yidin and Hashem are one essence. Okay, so this is um, a very uh, new, fresh look at the concept of Dira B'Tachtainim. That it's the Pnimius, that Rebbe here refers to it as the Pnimius Inyan, the deeper dimension of the real Dira that's ultimately fulfilled within Yidin. The Mid, Vepen so this explains why the opening, the first parasha in Sefer Shmois, is the Minyu from Bnei Yisrael. It's about the Yidin that came down to Mitzrayim that are counted. The conclusion of Sefer Shmois is the Minyu Mishkan. It's about counting the Kalim of the Mishkan. Also counting, but counting the Kalim of the Mishkan. In Sefer Bereishis, Retzach wegen the Bria Alein. So to go step back, Starting from the beginning of the Torah, Sefer Bereishis speaks about creation. That's uh, the Rebbe brings in order 32, the Lashon of the Medrash, Shabbai Nesasek HaKadosh Baruch Hu Vara Selamai. The Ebesh is creating his world. Vizi is given Eider, in ear is amplekt gewaren ir kavana. Speaking about the existence of the world before the purpose of the world, the gilui of what the world is about, was revealed in it, which is Bishvil HaTayre, Bishvil Yisrael. It's all for the purpose of Torah. The Ebesh created the world for Torah and for Yidin. But the Bishvil HaTayr Bishvil Yisrael is, is revealed later in Sefer Shmais, where it talks about the first mitzvah of Achedesh Zelachem, then the redemption of Mitzrayim and Matan Teireh. Sefer Bereshe speaks about the creation itself, for the most part. You have a heart of 33, you can take a look. In Sefer Shmais, Ratzach Shein Aber Vegn Yisrael. In Sefer Shmais, over here, it begins speaking about Yidin. When the birth of Klal Yisrael happens, as the Psukim Yecheskel described, that when Yidin were redeemed from Mitzrayim, this was actually also the birth of Klal Yisrael. And he begins speaking about Ebesha giving Yidin the Teireh. And through Yidin and Teireh, this fulfills the purpose of creation. On in them, regarding fulfilling Dosvos, Yidin, Firin, Durich, Kavana, Sabriya, the fact that Yidin in the world fulfill the purpose of creation is Faranat Chila Vesayf. There's the beginning of the Sefer Shemais and there's the end of Sefer Shemais. The Tchila, which is the Iker Upnimius, the beginning, which is the inner dimension, the deeper layer of the purpose of creation, from the Kavana is of the purpose <coughs> of Hashem creating the world. <coughs> Sorry, Bnei Yisrael, Vizes and Meyuchad, Mitatzmusi Yisbarach. Sorry. So these are the Yidden that are connected to the very essence of Hashem. Vazdas is der Inyan von Minyan Bnei Yisrael in Parshas Shemais. So this is the opening of the Sefer that speaks about the Yidden that are being counted here in Sefer Shemais. Loidia Chibosam. And this is to, to uh, let us know the special love that Hashem has for the Yidin. And the far is their minion, durch dem Eibishen allein, der Eibishte zählt sei und in Teire. Hashem counts the Yidin, and where does He count them? He counts them in Teire. So the opening, the opening of Sefer Shemais, that's going to speak about the purpose of creation, which is the Dira B'Tachtainim. What's the Pneumius of the Dira B'Tachtainim? 
a place where the very essence of Hashem could dwell within the very essence of a Yid. So therefore the opening of the Sefer speaks about that deep connection, that Chibah, that essential connection that every Yid has with Hashem. The conclusion of the Sefer of Shemais, How do you actually fulfill this purpose of revealing the essential connection, the deepest connection of the very essence of Hashem with the Yid? Is It's by creating a Mishkan for of physical materials and bringing the Shechina into the Tachtainim in the lowest elements of the world. It's this, it's this kind of Aveda of not only not allowing the world to disturb the connection to Hashem. And therefore, this reveals the unlimited of conne- connection of Yidin to Hashem, but even more so, revealing the actual dwelling of the Shechina within the Tachtainim Gufa. This reveals the true unlimited essence of who a Yid is. The Dirib Tachtainim could only happen through the Kayach of the essence of Hashem that Yidin have, and therefore they can bring the Shechina down to such a low place and even transform and elevate the Gashmias itself to become a Dirib for Hashem. So therefore this is the Saifai, this is the actual fulfillment of the Dirib Tachtainim that happens within a Yid through their Aveda that they do here below in this world. Evolved as the Shadish from the Shamis Yisrael. Now, since the Shadish of where the Shamis of Yidden come from, the Yidden come from the very essence of Hashem Himself. So, this is revealed specifically in their Aveda that they do here in the lowest elements in the world. In an art from Helen the Hester, and specifically in a place and in a time period where there's concealment. Is the full move on? So from this we understand as dos that this is actually specifically and primarily accomplished. Even more than in the building of the Mishkan, which ultimately was a place of revelation of godliness, and therefore this is not the ultimate place of Tachtainim. It's not the real place where there's a, a hell and vahester, a concealment of godliness. It's through the Aveda that Yidin do with the lowest elements in the world. That on its own is not at all a vessel, a, a place that's a receptacle for the godliness that would be revealed in it. In general, what this refers to is in the Aveda in Zmana Golos, when Elokos is Nitmeir Begilium Velt, the time period of Golos, when you don't have the revelation of godliness in the world, this fulfills this purpose of Dirabit Tachtainim. In other words, what the Rebbe is saying is that ironically, the fulfillment of the purpose of building the Mishkan itself is, is actually fulfilled even more so when we don't have a Mishkan, when we don't have a Besam Mikdash, and we're in a hell of a Hesteran, and we're in Golos, that Davkevir, the existence and the Matzav of the world, is even more of a Tachtan. It's an even lower situation than when you have the Mishkan or the Besam Mikdash where there's godly revelation there. And that Davkevir is the ultimate fulfillment of the Dirbe Tachtainim, which was the purpose of what the Mishkan was about. Thus is the Yazbare, so this explains and answers the first question that we asked here, was by Msiyum HaSippur, Veng Melechas HaMishkan, by the conclusion of the story about the Mishkan being built, on Ashra HaShchina in Mishkan, and that the Shechina coming to dwell in the Mishkan, Vert Etzelten Pasek Veng Sippa HaMasois, the Torah continues to talk about the journeys of the Eden traveling. Which is connected to the fact that the Shechina removes and elevates from the Mishkan. Because the Tachlis von Mishkan, the purpose of the Mishkan, Sumachin fun Tachtainim Adirale is Barach, to turn the lowest elements of the world into a dwelling for Hashem. So this is primarily fulfilled through this, was their Mishkan Gitakayach, that the building of the Mishkan empowers Yidin, as that the Yidin should continue and bring the revelation of Hashem with them, even in their journeys, in a place where they don't have this level of revelation. And these journeys here refers actually to the Eden traveling in the time of Golos. As the Alter Rebbe explains this, as the Masois in Midbar, that when the Eden travel in the Midbar, it's also a hint for the time period that Eden travel in the desert amongst all the nations of the world, away from their homeland, away from the Beis Mikdash in the time of Golos. So that's what the Pasuk here is referring to when it says, 
was darten is shchinte begalusa. In that then in that time period and in that place, the shchine is exiled. Nidad der giluf in shchine. You do not have a revelation of shchine, like the pasuk here is saying over hey alisan and goyim esilukah shchine. The shchine is removed from amongst the yidden when they travel. Zene yidden mevarer umahapech dem helam ha'olam as ech darten zol meir zayne lekus. And here is the ultimate fulfillment of the avoda of yidden of dira betachtainim. That even in such a place and in such a time period, Yidin could refine and elevate the world that godliness should shine even there. So that's why this Pasik of the journeys of the Yidin is sort of the ultimate fulfillment of the story of the building of the Mishkan. Because the fulfillment of the purpose of building the Mishkan is fulfilled even more so by empowering the Eden to bring that revelation and, and to continue it even in a place in a time period which is outside of the Mishkan. Now, to bring the connection to Sefer Vayikra, that in now. So this theme that we're speaking about as their Tachlis, from the Mishkan, that the purpose of the Mishkan itself is fulfilled through the Avedah that the Yidin do later in a time period which is outside of the Mishkan. This is actually expressed in the Avedah that you see that was done in the Mishkan itself. And then was the Ikra Aveda from Mishkan is Aveda Sakarbanis. In the fact that what was the main Aveda of the Mishkan all about? It was the Aveda of the Karbanis in the Mishkan. There was a lot of different things that happened in the Mishkan. But it's the Karbanis which is the main purpose and the focus of the building of the Mishkan, as the Rabbi here brings from the Rambam, that says that the point of building the Mishkan or the Besamikdash is to be Makr of the Karbanis. Why is that the main focus of the Mishkan? The Echilok, Tzavishindem Etzama Mishkan, on Aveda Sakarbanis. The difference between the very building of the Mishkan itself and then the Aveda of bringing the animals and sacrificing them on the Mizbeach and the Mishkan is. By Mbinyana Mishkan, by building the Mishkan is the Tachlis. So what's the purpose here? Nitazoi in Mailazain di Dvarim Gashmiyam from Velachamod Gemach, the Mishkan. So to some extent, it's not so much focused on the fact that we're going to refine and elevate these physical materials with, with, with which the Mishkan was made, built of. It's just primarily about designating a certain location, a certain place in this world. Where there will be the dwelling of the Shechina, where Hashem will ascend from above. Hashem from above will come down into this world. When Hashem comes down from His initiative, from above, into this location, into this place, which was designated for Him to come down, so then it overwhelms. It doesn't come and refine and elevate the specific elements of the Mishkan itself. It's a revelation of above that is mevatl. It, it overwhelms the area and the place and there's a new reality and a new level of holiness that's introduced into this place. But it doesn't specifically refine and elevate everything that from below that it, the, the materials of the Mishkan were built of. By contrast, what's the point of the Aved of Karbanis? Is in Yona, the purpose and the point here is to take that physical animal which you could have just taken and slaughtered and eaten for, you, eaten for yourself for, for your own purpose, for what you need. And instead you come, you bring it into the Mishkan and you elevate it as a carbon for Hashem. So here the person below is taking specifically an animal that he owns and he's elevating it, he's mailam to the Eibishter. So that's the whole theme of the Karbanis, even more than the building of the Mishkan itself. To elevate and to reach the physical to be connected, to be elevated in Kedusha. On the far, so therefore, Chach as the Avedis Akabanis. So although the Aved of Kabanis, the Amshachas Akedusha Yedeze, and the holiness that you bring into the physical through this, is Achane of Tzukumin Tzuhecher. This is a preparation to come even higher to the Ashrav, versus in Mishkan, in Arayim, that through this, through the Aved that was done in the Mishkan, you draw, draw, draw down, that is, a greater level of godliness in the Mishkan, and specifically in the Arayim, where there was the most intense revelation. The revelation that there was in the Arayim is even more than the revelation that there is in the Karbanis. Vustafar is their Aleph from Vayikra and Aleph Zira. This is one of the hints and the fact that the Aleph of the word Vayikra and the Teireh is written with a small Aleph. Vuzvaistaf Tzimtzum. This refers to the fact that Aleph refers to Hashem. But it refers to the fact that the revelation that we're speaking about here in this Parsha is a Tzimtzum. It's not such a great and an intense revelation like you have in the Arayim. 
because the Aveda of Karbanis, what does the Teichen from Sefer Vayikra, which is the content of this Sefer Vayikra, Sefer Karbanis, is that Eira Kedusha Vazvet Nimshach, the revelation of Godliness that's drawn down through Karbanis. Vayikra is Malashim Kriya Vamshacha, the word Vayikra itself also means to call and to draw down. Aklanerer Vide Etzema Ashra Vasazen Mishkan. It's a lower level of revelation that there is in the Mishkan itself, and most definitely less than the intensity of the presence of the Shekhinah that there is in the Oren. But from this again, but at the same time though, and on the other hand, This fulfills the, a deeper purpose of what the Mishkan is about. To turn the physical lowest elements of Gashmias itself into a receptacle of a revelation of godliness by elevating the physical animal to become part of Kedusha. So just like we're saying, Benigeya to the time period where they didn't have the Mishkan. And then there's the time period of Ubehei Allah Sa'anon. That is, when you don't have, there's a Helen Vahester, you don't have the revelation of the Shekhinah. And the ultimate purpose of the Mishkan is to empower the Yidin to bring the Shekhinah B'tachtainim even then when they don't have the Mishkan. So within the time period of the Mishkan itself, you could also divide it. There's the ultimate and real full intensity of the presence of the Mishkan, of the Shekhinah in the Mishkan, which is in the Arayim. And then there Gufe, there is a place where there's less, where to some extent there's a Helen Vahester, there's less revelation. It's a small Aleph, it's the Karbanis. You're dealing with physical, you're elevating the physical animal. But nevertheless, even though you may think that this is less important and less significant and less powerful, Dafki here, this is the ultimate reason and purpose of why the Mishkan was built for the Karbanis. And the myth is fashtandik, it's with now, based on this we understand the continuation and the theme of the Psukim here. The question at the beginning of the Sikha was that it says, Moshe, Moshe couldn't enter. And the Madrash tells us, that's why Hashem calls out to Moshe. And the Pasik interrupts in between to speak about the journeys of the Yidin. How does that come in here? And what's the connection to Vayikra al Moshe, which speaks about Karbanis? So in the myth is Fashtandik, so now we understand, Vivayikra al Moshe, Un Sefer Karbanis Bechlal. Vayikra Moshe, and Bechlal, this is the opening of the whole Sefer of Karbanis, is a Hemshech Oich, this is also a continuation, Tzu Uvehei Olis Ha'onan Goymer, to this, that it says that the Ha'onan, uh, the, uh, the presence of Hashem, elevated, and the Eden were traveling. Kanal Siv Beis, as we said before, that this is specifically connected to this. Valim Beide, because both, speaking about the journeys of Eden traveling, in a time period where you don't have the revelation of the Mishkan, and the Karbanis, where you don't have the same intensity of the revelation as you have it in the Mishkan in general and in the Oren. Is Mudgish You have emphasized the same point as the Mechoven von Mishkan, Firzich Oich Ois, that the purpose of the building of the Mishkan is also fulfilled, and not only also, but for Adarab, on the contrary, Nochmer, it's actually fulfilled even more so, It's fulfilled in a place. Whether the Karbanis, which is that place in the, um, in the Mishkan, outside, by the Mizbech HaChitzin, where the Karbanis are brought, and it's a place where you don't have the same intensity of the Shechina in the Mishkan itself, or in a time period in Golis, when you don't have that revelation of the Shechina, that's the ultimate purpose of the Mishkan, to empower Yidin, to make the Diri B'Tachtainim, even in such a time period. So that's the connection here. So in this kind of Aveda, in this time period when Yidna traveling, felt in Gilead Shechina, they are lacking in the revelation of the Shechina that existed in the time of the Beis HaMikdosh. This reveals the essence of who Yid is, that there's no limitations, there's nothing that will stop his connection to Hashem, and that creates the real Dira of Hashem within the Neshamas of Yid. And this is the Pirish Apnimi, and now this is the deeper understanding in that when the cloud, when the holy cloud elevates, then the Yidin will travel. Externally, this seems to be that the Shechina is removed from Yidin. The Pnimi is, but what's really happening? As durch der Aveide net men hecher. The point is that it's through this Aveide that you actually even reach higher from the Onan Amishkan. You connect to a level, you connect to the essence of Hashem that's higher than this level of revelation that's expressed through the cloud that's on the Mishkan. <speaking in Hebrew>
And you bring this higher and greater level of revelation, the connection to the essence of Hashem, through their journey, traveling in a place where you don't have revelation, to bring the Eibishter to be present in the place that they're, gonna, that they're going to rest in the new location. So this is the real meaning over here, that in Bechitzainius, it's the revelation of the Shekhinah that's removed. But Pnimius, this reveals the special connection that the very essence of the Eden have to Hashem. This is the lesson for every single one of us in our Aveda. Not paying attention to the very darkness, the very strong darkness that there is in Golos. A person knows regarding himself, his own personal condition that he's in, that Golos Parati, that he is struggling with. At the same time, a person must know when a Yid fulfills his shlichus in the world in all of the journeys, in all of the ups and downs and places that a person has to go to, in whatever journey it may be, if he's just following where the cloud is taking him, that he follows when the cloud ascends and is moving, so he follows the lead of where Hashem is taking him to. Which means, he knows that every place in life where he ends up in, which means not only physically where a person is, but all the conditions and the ups and downs that Hashem takes a person through, wherever he goes, in the in whatever situation he's found in, is the verbunden mit ashlichis von eibishten lasses leisbarach dir betachtainim. It's all in connection with his shlichis in this world to create a dwelling for Hashem over here in this world. Obemele is ein masse in golos lit nerotzen alien. The fact that he's in a place of darkness and in a place of concealment is all the purpose and the rotzen of Hashem for his being and what he has to do in this world. So then, by having this awareness and, and, and Adarab, allowing this to even deepen your connection to Hashem, that by him, that the cloud ascends, this is not the removal and the concealment of the Shekhinah, but on the contrary, it's in the positive, and then the Yid becomes connected to Hashem, surpassing all the levels of revelation that there is represented in this cloud. As Eich der Gilui von dem Onan is Hechef von Yecheles from Chenis Meishe Rabbeinu Olav Hashanah was his Dabe Nafshei. Even though already this cloud itself is so powerful that it's even more powerful than the level of Meishe that exists within every single year that you can't even enter there, Kanal. And but nevertheless, a Yidden connects even higher than this. On is das Mamshech ba'Chanoyeh shel Ha'acharov, and you bring it down to the ultimate place where Yidden are going to come to 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 dwell and to be in with peace, which is when Mashiach comes. Biz as Yisrael v'Kodshu Kolachad in the place where there'll be the ultimate revelation of the union between Hashem and the Yidden that are all one.